barbecue back there and you didn't invite me hurt my feelings let's get it let's get it let's get it we live baby week three instant reaction we still got uh still got a couple of games on but shit we're gonna talk it we're gonna talk it out we're gonna talk it out what's good everybody no kind of intro we're just in the building i guess i could have did the wake up thing but f it let's just get right to it so Rams 20 to 9, eight minutes left in the fourth. But we got to talk it out, man. Hey, Rob, get in there. Damn, down at the one. What's up, Barry? Marlon, what up, baby? What's going down, y'all? What's up? What's up? Letting a couple of people get in the building. And we just, uh, we're going to talk about an instant reaction. What do we do? What are the big takeaways? Uh, I put the offer out there to the DD team. Anybody could jump on with me that wanted to, but shit, ain't nobody show up. So. It's only me. It's all right, though. Me, myself, and I, we get it done, baby. We get it done. What a day. What a damn day, man. What's up, Alex? Alex, how you doing, big dog? What up, what up, what up, what up? Chargers D let me down. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, Cooper Cup let me down right now, man. I need a little bit more. All these high-scoring games supposed to be high-scoring affairs. Everybody's shit in the bed, kind of, kind of, kind of, sort of, man. Fire him. Yeah, bro. Week three in the books, we got the, uh, the Sunday night game. I forgot who was playing for a minute, but San Francisco-Denver, Atlanta-Seattle still going right now. You know, I got red zone up with y'all, so just watching watching the scores, watching the games. But, man, let's just uh, – most, uh, most impressive thing to me, man, what did I see this week? Let's just – let's run through it all, man. Let's talk about it. So – Let's start with the shitty games first, right? The games that sort of, um, I don't know. I'm not going to call them bad, but, you know, these are the players. Yeah, London looking good, man. London's a good player. London's a good player. Um, him, Garrett Wilson, definitely looking like the best. And there we go. Damn, fumble right here. Who is this? The Akers fumble. Somebody fumbled. I don't know what's going on. But glad y'all in the building, man. Drone delay in Seattle happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we finally put the Achilles injury to... to to rest, I guess so. J-Rob looking like that dude, man. J-Rob looking like that absolute dude. Yes, Lamar running up the bag. But let's get into it, man. Let's just, uh, let's go. We got the, let's pull it up and talk through it. Let's talk through it a little bit, right? So let's start with this game. Panthers and the Saints. Panthers and the Saints. Let's just, let's talk about it, right? Baker's bad, man. Baker's so bad. I, we knew he was bad, but I didn't know he was this damn bad, man. That offense looks anemic. They got Christian McCaffrey in a, a, a plotter role. 25 carries, four targets, man. What are we doing? What are we doing, Matt Rule? Who's calling plays over there? McAdoo? Is it Ben McAdoo from the Giants? Man, what are we doing with a uh, good catch, Alan Lazard? What are we doing with CMC, man? DJ Moore, it just awful. What is it, six targets, one catch, two yards? Just terrible, man. LaVisca Chenault out of nowhere, 90 yards on two targets. But this offense is just crushing Christian McCaffrey, man. Just crushing him. I mean, this is 25 carries and four targets isn't how you want to use Christian McCaffrey, right? So good thing is he got the volume, got you a couple of points uh, from the rushing yards, a couple of receptions. But outside of that, big takeaway from Carolina is DJ Moore is no longer must start. Do not throw that out there. DJ Moore, start your studs. Should have been known coming into this week, but if you had to question it, like, it's just bad, man. DJ Moore is no longer a must-start. Can't do it with DJ Moore. On the same side of the ball, 
big takeaway, Chris Olave is for real. Another 13 targets this week. You know, we saw him have like 14 targets last week. And we're like, ah, he ain't going to do it again. He's out there commanding it. Now Michael Thomas is hurt. Uh, Chris Olave, real deal. You look at this wide receiver class, man. Right now at the top, Traylon's not getting the run that we want. He's out there, but they're not throwing him the ball. It's London, it's Wilson, it's Olave. Those are the three you want, right? Winston, Yolo Winston, going to get the yards, but, you know, turnover prone machine, that is who he is. Alvin Kamara fumbled, got stripped early in the game. Saints look bad. Dennis Allen just, I don't I don't know what to say about this team, man. The Saints, you don't want to start Kamara right now. You're damn sure not starting Ingram. It's Chris Olave is like the best start on that team. Olave, if MT can stay on the field, if nothing's wrong with his wrong with his foot, you can roll him out there. But other than that, man, I'm not. These are two teams I'm just staying away from everybody outside of, for the most part, Christian McCaffrey and Chris Olave. You still got to start Alvin Kamara. If you got him, like you kind of are forced to start him, right? Like you have no choice but to, but you don't ever feel good about it. Uh, Saints look bad. Anemic offense, can't score points. Look at that, 14 in the fourth quarter, just garbage time Saints. Not good. Let's move on from uh, one terrible game to uh, to another. What's, a, what's another shitty game that we can just get out of the way real quick? Here we go. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, people. Let's, talk, let's make this a little bit bigger. I'll make myself a little smaller over here. Let's talk about this Houston game. Uh, Justin Fields, what are we doing with Fields? Dynasty. We don't even want to talk redraft, right? You're not starting fields in a redraft league. Got me some iced coffee. Iced coffee for the night game. But what are you doing with fields, man? This is five sacks, two interceptions, eight for 17, 106 yards, no damn receivers. Cole Komet didn't goose egg us, though, right? Got two for 40 for Komet. I feel great. After two zeros, I feel I feel like I just won the lottery with my Cole Komet shares today. Um Fields, God, man, it's it's hard, right? Like, how much of it is Fields? How much of it is the offense? How many, How much of it is the fact that they have no other weapons around? I don't know. I, I really, I really am perplexed, man. But when you're an NFL quarterback, man, and they don't even want this motherfucker throwing the ball twenty times, dog. You know what I'm saying? Save all the the weather, the weather concerns, all of that other shit. Like, you're an NFL quarterback, man. You are top. 15 pick, number 12 overall in the in the 2021 draft. And they I don't care who you got out there, receiver. They only want you to throw the ball 11 times last week, 17 times this week. Josh Allen threw the ball 17 times in a quarter today. Tell me, Fields can't – and they got the win, right? So Bears fans, oh, we got the win. Fuck that. We playing fantasy. I'm trying to score some points, man. Fields is just – some people saying he's just bad. Everyone's saying he sucks. Everyone's saying he sucks. So it's like you're stuck holding the Fields bag right now. Quick redraft waiver wire number one priority is Khalil Herbert, right? 20 for 157 and two. And he looked good, man. He looked like he had more juice than David Montgomery. Uh, you want to add Khalil Herbert? I'm also picking up Tristan Ebner. If you can grab Ebner, he's definitely on your waivers, maybe on waivers in Dynasty, right? Definitely two early claims. Just go ahead and get them shits in. Go ahead and lock it in. That way you don't have to think about it come Tuesday night. Lock in Khalil Herbert, lock in Tristan Ebner. Darnell Mooney, no thank you. Nobody else from the Bears passing attack. You want a piece of that, man. Matt Eberflus, I don't know what he is doing up there. I don't know either, man. I have no clue. We're not going to talk about Stroud, Alex. We're not going to talk about C.J. Stroud and Ohio State quarterbacks, but we will talk about Davis Mills, uh, a brutal interception to Roquan Smith to end that game for Houston. But 
He's terrible for the receivers too. I mean, Brandon Cooks, seven inaccurate targets. Best thing from this game was uh, Damian Pierce getting all the work. So congrats if you still got DP. Damian Pierce on the roster, he's going to be nice for you uh, this season. I mean, he's going to be volume-based, right? And the good thing was on that drive, he had like five straight carries. They got to the goal line, and they let him capitalize. They let him punch it in. So Davis Mills, awful. Justin Fields, awful. All I can say is if you do player props, take the linebackers and safeties playing these two teams. Neither of them want to throw the ball, especially Chicago. Least the fewest pass attempts in the NFL, man. They do not want to throw the ball at all. Geno Smith dealing. Geno Smith still dealing. All right, let's get some more bummy games out of the way. Uh, where's uh, where the Colts at? Where's that Colts game at? Sorry, Colts fans. Game was super, super uninteresting for, for the majority of it, right? Colts got it done. 20-17. to 17, Matt Ryan had two touchdown passes, uh, both to tight ends. Other than that, he looked old and terrible. JT... Another flop game for Jonathan Taylor, right? 21 carries, 71 yards. Got you the three receptions to help out. But overall, just another down game for Jonathan Taylor. Ain't no panic there, nothing like that. But it just sucks, man, that he couldn't that he couldn't break off a couple of those runs. It looked like he had a couple of opportunities. Um couple of opportunities to break him off, but he couldn't do it, man. Unfortunate, but still JT. Who cares? Still rolling this thing out there, rolling him out there regardless. Uh, Michael Pittman, good to see him back. Uh, and Matt Ryan was probably happy to have him back. Eight for 72, nine targets. Alec Pierce got in the action a little bit. We could stop with the Paris Campbell bullshit, the Ashton Doolin shit. Like, these guys are bums. They're roster cloggers, man. These guys are players you don't want on your dynasty rosters. We could get stop pumping up bad players, man. Paris Campbell, objectively not good. Ashton Doolin. He's probably better than Paris Campbell, but also not good. Like, just stop with those guys. Stop doing that. You're wasting. They're, they're better off their landmines. Set the trap. Cut Paris Campbell. Let your league mates pick him up and burn a roster spot on him. He's awful. Awful. Patrick Mahomes, not a good day for him. Chiefs offense just looks stuck in mud today. Um, I, I've talked about this before on the Wake Up Show inside the Discord. Kansas City truly has not looked the same since they lost Kareem Hunt offensively, man. They need somebody that can run the ball. You can't have Patrick Mahomes be your leading damn rusher. Not Mahomes. It's not like he's Lamar or, or Jalen Hurts. You can't have Patrick Mahomes being your leading rusher for the team. And Clyde, seven carries, zero yards, scored a touchdown, missed a wide open lane right before he ended up scoring that. But just let Pacheco run it. Something. Let somebody run it. Clyde is not it. Stop trying to trot Jarek McKinnon out there. Just let Pacheco have it. I, I don't know what Kansas City's doing in the with their running back rotations, but it's not good. Juju, nice, uh, nice little comeback game for Juju, right? A lot of people have been talking about Juju. Oh, he's not good and all this other stuff. Juju's fine, man. Juju's fine. He had a bad week, but when you look at that team, there's nobody else to throw the ball to besides Travis Kelsey. So Juju's going to be fine. Eight targets. You love to see it for him. And again, not, not a good day for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. This game was um, traded Campbell for Ramondre in the offseason. Good for you, Ricardo. Good for you. Smart man. Smart man. All right, I think we got all the bummy games out of the way for the most part. Uh, now we can get into some real sort of actionable takeaways uh, right here from the, from the weekend. So let's, uh, let's trot on over. Let's go to Baltimore, New England. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about him. Let's talk about him, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, four passing touchdowns, another four. 
One interception, was sacked a couple of times, only 218 yards, but let's get it. Time to pay the man. Get ready to pay the man. Lamar Jackson, let's go. Pay him, pay him. Where's the air horn? Pay that man his money, man. Just a beast, 100 yards on the ground, another touchdown. He's a difference maker. He's, he's a, I've got a new tier in my rankings. It's called the BAM tier, the BAM tier, by any means necessary. He's one of those by any means necessary. You get Lamar Jackson on your team, you got a shot, period. Period. You got Lamar Jackson, you got a shot. Mark Andrews, BAM player, by any means necessary. You got Mark Andrews as your tight end. You don't have to worry about it, man. Just set him and forget him. Another two touchdowns for Mark Andrews, 8 for 89. It's a difference-making tight end. Like, Set it and forget it by any means necessary. Uh, Justice Hill, I, I'm going to say this now. Look for him on waivers, man. I, 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 J.K. Dobbins looked good today. He looked, um, he, took, he looked better than expected, right? Like, I'm like, all right, J.K., running the ball, but they probably still don't want to give him a full workload. And Justice Hill looked good, man. Justice Hill looked good. So deep, deep dynasty leagues, I'm not saying in redraft. You probably don't want to go that far. But deep dynasty leagues... I'd, I'd check for, I would check for Justice Hill on waivers. Uh, yeah, 13 targets for Mark Andrews. I mean, what? <laughs> he's a beast, man. He's a beast. He's the first read. They're running this offense the same way that Kansas City does, right? They run through the tight end, through Travis Kelsey. So, difference maker for Mark Andrews. Shoddy B. Rashad Bateman saved, his, saved the fantasy day late because he was goose egg throughout the majority of that game. Uh, Devin Duvernay, another touchdown, but do I really want him? Not really. You know, not really. Best ball, sure. You know, that way I don't have to worry about starting them. But when are you ever going to throw Devin DuVernay in your lineup? Probably never. And if you do, you don't feel good about it. Isaiah Likely was out there, caught a pass. Remember when everybody was saying that Likely was going to be some threat to uh, Mark Andrews? Yeah. Don't listen to people like that. Don't listen. Be, be mindful of the content you consume. Bunch of bad people spewing out bullshit out here. Not everybody on Twitter with a couple thousand followers knows what the hell they're talking about when it comes to football, man. Be mindful of that. Anybody that said that, they ought to be fired off in outer space for that galaxy brain-ass comment. Mac Jones. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a, it was a weird game for Mac Jones, man. Three picks, awful. Uh, 31 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. Incredible for Mac Jones. But it's just... His offense is just so bad, man. It's so bad. He's trying to do everything. They can't establish the run. Ramondre did look good. Mac Jones looked like he broke his damn ankle, but apparently the uh, x-rays were negative. Devontae Parker blast from the past. Nelson Aguilar fumbling the ball on his long catch. Tight ends are worthless. They spent all this money on tight ends that are god-awful. You know, this is what you get with Matt Patricia and company. Um, Mac is good, but he needs help, man. You got to... <laughs> They got to find somebody. They got to get some people around him. They got to get some players around him. Not good. Not good. I saw that interception by uh, by the Atlanta Falcons down there. Uh, nice pick. Nice pick by Atlanta. But what do you do with the Patriots? You don't want to start any of the receivers. It was good to see Kendrick Bourne get in the game. Um, don't rush out there for Devontae Parker. I got to see it again. I'm just not buying it. He got 156 on five receptions, but he did have 10 targets. So... There goes that. So uh, big takeaways from here. Justice Hill, check for him on some of your uh, deep dynasty waiver wires. Check for Justice Hill. J.K. Dobbins look good. If anybody wants to buy him off of this return and his positive outlook, I would sell him immediately. I get a 23 first form, I'm selling. 
Ramondre looked good. They need to just give him the ball. Damian Harris is good too. Damian Harris is he's a good player. I don't I don't want to I don't want to shit on Damian Harris, but let's get let's get Ramondre more involved. It was good to see him in the passing game. Five targets for Stevenson. I like I like that backfield right there. But if Mac Jones is out and they got to start Hoyer or Bailey Zappi, it's probably just not going to be good for for the Baltimore Ravens. So that's about it uh, from that game. Instant thoughts and reactions. Let's let's talk about the big one, right? Let's talk about the game where the projected over-under total was 53 and a half. And then they went out here and uh, played a defensive slugfest. Josh Allen throwing the ball, get fumbling it left and right. Uh, he started off hot, man. Threw the ball 63 times, man. 63 times for 400 yards. Two touchdowns early in the game, I believe. Both came in the first quarter. And then nothing else after that. Led the team in carries again. Uh, well, led the team in rushing yards again, 47 yards on eight carries. Uh, but Devin Singletary, man, it's about time people start start giving him his credit, man. He's playing the role on this offense exactly as, as well as he can, right? Nine receptions, 78 yards, had a touchdown, 11 targets for Singletary, who supposedly can't catch the ball. But Singletary, there we go. Isaiah McKenzie, nice play. Nice little player, man. Love him in best ball. Everybody talked about uh, who's what's his name? Uh, Crowder, 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 Crowder. No, it's Isaiah McKenzie. Isaiah McKenzie, right? That's the one that you want. Dawson Knox is a wolf. James Cook, at least he got involved in the passing game. Gabe Davis dropped a touchdown pass. Um, yeah, Singletary, Josh Allen, they're probably exhausted. It was hot as hell down there. This was a crazy game. This was a crazy game. Josh Allen is a by any means necessary player as well. He's a BAM-tier player. Him and Stephon Diggs, who I believe was dealing with some cramps in that game also. And on the on the Dolphins side of the ball, you know, I, I hope people didn't think 400 yards would be the norm for Tua. Uh, 186 was a little low, especially when everybody said the Buffalo defense was going to give up the draws because they had nobody on defense playing. Uh, Tua got knocked out briefly, came back in in the second half. This running backfield is still awful, and I'm scared to death, but... If I have to start one of them, it's Chase Edmonds, who paid off with two touchdowns. But other than that, he didn't do anything, right? Six for 21. Uh, Waddle and Tyreek Hill. These were supposed to be like the smash plays of the week. Buffalo has, they're playing walk-on, off-the-street defensive backs. It's going to be all Waddle and Hill, and they just didn't have the damn ball to operate. Let's look at the team. Let's look at time of possession in, on this one before we just, time of possession, what was this? Total plays. 90 to 39 play. The Dolphins ran 39 plays and won this game. 212 total yards and won this game. They had the ball for 19 minutes. 19 minutes to 40 minutes for Buffalo, and they won the game. 15 first downs. Just how does this happen? How does it happen with 171 passing yards, 41 rush? You just look at this, and I'm like, oh, Buffalo rolled them, man. 500 yards to 212. Nope. Bills lost the game. <laughs> Bills lost. Like, look at this. This is wild. No interceptions. How does Buffalo lose this game? I don't know, Ricardo. How? I don't know, my man. I don't know. But walking out of, but coming out of this game, takeaways. Um, I'm not concerned about Waddle and Tyreek. They'll be all right. Uh, Tua. I just think we need to temper expectations, man. He's playing well. He's a good quarterback, but expecting him to go out there and throw for 400 yards. A week is just asinine. That's not going to happen. 
Not going to happen. Tyreek, two for 33. Woof. Brick. He'll, he will be a brick tomorrow. He was a brick. And had Waddle not catch that long 45-yard pass, he would have been a fucking brick, too, because he didn't do anything outside of that. But four for 102. Saves the day for that. I don't have a lot to take away except, uh, you know, Aaron Jones said it best on the uh, podcast with Matt Harmon. Shout out to Matt Harmon. Austin Eckler. Defensive players get paid, too. Defensive players get paid, too, and um, they did a good job containing them. But, again, Miami only ran 39 plays, which is insane. Like, I didn't even know that before we got to the end until we got on here. Raiders and the Titans. Uh, my Las Vegas Raiders 0-3 to start the season. Uh, Derek Carr I mean, saved the day, but he was he was pretty bad for, for most of this game. Ryan Tannehill actually played really good football. Ryan Tannehill was on point early. Uh, got the ball where he needed to. He played good football to start that game out. Derrick Henry, I know everybody was panicked because of how he performed the first two weeks. Week two versus Buffalo, they got shellacked. They took the starters out in the third quarter. As long as Derrick Henry is alive and starting at running back, you never fade him. You just don't do it. Could have had two touchdowns. Ran Tannehill, vultured him one uh, towards the goal line, I think. Uh, it, was, it was Tanny who snuck one in. Yeah, Tanny snuck one in. But as long as Derrick Henry is alive and, and playing football, you don't fade the king, man. You just can't do it. You can't do it. A lot of people were real funny the first two weeks. Derrick Henry sucks. He fell off a cliff. Uh, 20 for 85 when there's nobody else to really get the ball to. He's still good. He's still a good player. And five, car- five receptions was unheard of, but there you go. You don't fade the king when he's playing. Raiders side of the ball, as expected. Josh Jacobs, once he was active, you knew he was going to get all the touches, and he did. Uh, you know, he ran well, but the offense was just off track. Tom Brady touchdown, Russell Gage, nice. Matt Collins out of nowhere. What on earth is going on? Matt Collins, 10 targets, 8 for 158. Devontae Adams, another down week. That's two. That's two in a row for Adams. He had the targets were there. Not good. Darren Waller, not good. Maybe they need Hunter Renfro. I don't know. Josh McDaniels is supposed to be a, a genius, they say. And he's just not very, not calling good games whatsoever. I don't take away, am I going out to go, to go get Mac Hollins? God, probably not, but probably, probably not, but probably. Best ball, you absolutely want to get some Mac Hollins. So I'll throw in a couple of waiver claims on him this week, thinking about it. You got to, man. He got 10 targets. He produced. They're probably going to throw it, throw it back to, throw it, uh, throw it. To him again this this upcoming week. So, if he's out there on waivers, which he is, um, I would definitely be uh, picking up some Mac Collins. Here we go. Damn, they got to delay a game on a two point attempt. Woof. Here we go. Brady drop back. Brady, Brady, Brady. Nope. That's game time. Fourteen to twelve. What a defensive slugfest. Uh, yeah, Josh McDaniels just bad. No Zamir White. Remember all that hype we had out of these rookie running backs, Zamir White. James Cook, Rashad White, Isaiah Spiller, all of them just stink. All of them just awful. No, inactive or don't play. Just terrible. Terrible. Let's get to a rookie running back who's actually good that we actually need to play with, right? Brees Hall, 11 targets for Brees. Looked great in the, uh, in the passing game. And I kind of wish... Uh, kind of wish old Joe Flacco was going to stick around because he loves to use the running back, man. He helped make Danny Woodhead. He loves to use the running back, and he loves the tight ends. You saw him do it with Dennis Pitta years ago, 
in Baltimore and Tyler Gronklin out here getting it done, converting all eight of his targets. He looked good, man. Tyler Conklin looks good. Brees Hall looked good on the ground when they gave it to him, but he looked even better and more fluid through the air. Flacco was bad, turned into, turned into a pumpkin. Two interceptions, four sacks, 15.8 QBR. Woof. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Joe Burrow only took two sacks today, but he got hit a couple of times. Uh, Mixon, what are we doing? With this, this, these running backs this year, y'all, just are, are killing us, dude. Killing us. Spend all this capital on these guys, and they're just fucking shit in the bed, man. Mixon goes from like 20-something carries a game, 12 for 24. Can't get anything going. Burrow just running around for his life. Higgins getting his block knocked off. Chase saved by a touchdown. Sauce Gardner played well, man. They're, 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 honestly, there's not a lot to take away from the Cincinnati side of the ball. Tyler Boyd, big big ups to Tyler Boyd who had a big day. Caught that pass, running over defenders, but just I mean, they they got the victory. Good for Cincinnati. I don't care about that, but you just I'm talking about players. Any any sort of takeaway from this game? Elijah Moore got 10 targets, which is good. Garrett Wilson looked good until he got his ribs busted up, and I hope he's okay. But another positive step forward for Garrett Wilson. Move Garrett Wilson up the ranks. Like I said, Garrett Wilson, Drake London, Chris Olave. Those three rookie wide receivers are balling right now, all three of them. Absolutely balling. Uh, Corey Davis came back down to earth. We're going to see what this offense looks like with Zach Wilson. I don't know. Conklin, Wilson, Hall, Moore. They ain't all getting 10 to 11 targets a week, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens when Zach Wilson comes back under the fold. And let's go to the Atlanta Seahawks game, which just finished up, and Kyle Pitts is alive, baby. Five for 87 for Kyle Pitts. Could have had a touchdown, but he got, got tackled in the midfield, spun around, ball was bad. London, three for 54 and a touchdown on his six targets. Those are the two players you want from Atlanta's passing attack, those two and those two only. Patterson. 38 years old and still a beast running the ball. Um, smash performance by Cordell Patterson. If you have him, you feel good. Mariota was, for the most part, not good, but he was good enough to get the job done for the Atlanta Falcons as they take down Geno Smith and company, who had 325 in this game. But Pitts is alive, man. Good to see Pitts bounce back. Good to see Pitts start bounce back. We don't have to put him on a milk carton tomorrow morning. Drake London, uh, beast. Patterson, beast. Uh, and A.J. Terrell, the beast. Nothing, nothing else to really take away from that side. Uh, Kenneth Walker, they still put him at fullback, literally. What is Pete Carroll doing? He's got his hand in the dirt, and he's running traps like a fullback. I, uh, I don't know what to do, man. And he's going to continue to use D.J. Dallas. Dallas was involved a little bit in the past. Like, I, I just don't know what to do with Seattle. I don't know what to do. Penny looks good running the ball. I don't know what to I don't know what to say. I have no clue what to say about this backfield. It's just I just don't want to deal with it, right? Receivers, uh Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Kobe Parkinson had no clue he was still in the NFL. Uh the fourth leading receiver for the Seahawks. But DK looked good. Nice touchdown grab in the end zone by DK. Tyler Lockett doing Tyler Lockett type things, commanding the targets. Um, those are gonna be the two guys that get the ball thrown their way. So is there anybody you can pick up? No. You don't want anybody, maybe deep leagues, DJ Dallas, super deep. Probably not. Probably just a roster clogger, uh, DJ Dallas, unless somebody goes down and gets hurt. So there goes Atlanta and Seattle. Let's go Jacksonville and the Chargers where we were playing Izzy in, Izzy out the whole day with Justin Herbert, who 
outside of that one big throw, just didn't look himself, right? 25 for 45, almost 300 yards, so he still helped you out if you played him. Um, but he didn't look like himself. Didn't look like himself. Hopefully, hopefully he can get the proper rest and treatment that he needs to heal up and get, get back to playing good Justin Herbert-type football. Josh Palmer balled out 6 for 99, had a long long catch towards uh, the end of that game, I believe it was late third quarter, early fourth. Uh, Austin Eckler, awful running the ball. They just can't run it. They can't run it. You got a hurt quarterback. They were in a lot of negative game script versus Jacksonville. We'll talk about them in a second, but they cannot run the ball. Eckler can't find room to run. Kelly did nothing. Eckler, again, saved his day, at least in the receiving game, with eight converting eight targets for uh, 48 yards. But other than that, Gerald Everett back down to earth. Mike Williams outside the touchdown didn't do anything. This offense just looked like they were walking through it, going through the motions. They knew they were playing with a with a hurt quarterback, and they were just going through the motions. It's unfortunate. We want to see we want to see Herbert get healthy, though. Let's get Herbert healthy. James Robinson, talk about it, baby. Big him up, James Robinson. Once again, dominating this backfield. And I know those who did not watch the game will see. Well, ETN had 13 carries. It was all last couple of drives, fourth quarter. Salt in the game away. They gave him the backup running back treatment to handle the rock. Now he looks good. He, he looks good to me when he gets the ball, but James Robinson just looks better. Better running back at this at this point, man. Better running back at this point. A lot of people out there gonna continue to advance metric statue away into believing that you got something real special with ETN, and I don't think that's the case. J Rob is earning it, man. Off of that Achilles tail, he's earning it. Earning it, every bit of it, man. And they're throwing him the ball, which is awesome, right? You don't expect James Robinson to go out there and get you five, six, seven catches, but he can give you two or three a week combined with 15-plus rush attempts. Gold line work, love it, man. Big ups to James Robinson, who's balling out. Trevor Lawrence, my my co-host Jay Rich, shat on T-Law all of last year, and I kept saying, I'm giving him a pass. Giving him a mulligan for the worst coach in NFL history. Urban Meyer, giving him a mulligan, and he's looked good. Three touchdowns, he didn't get sacked, he ran the ball. T-Law looked good, baby. T-Law looked good. The Jacksonville Jaguars looked good. Zay Jones, 11 targets. Christian Kirk, once again, producing. Everybody out there doesn't want to believe in Christian Kirk for whatever reason. Oh, I don't think he's that good. He just keeps doing it, man. He's going to get his 8 to 10 targets a week. He had 9 this week, 6 for 72, and another touchdown. What more do you need to see, man? What the what what more do you want to see? Three straight weeks of production for Christian Kirk. People out there offering second round picks for him. Fuck that. I'm not doing it. Zay Jones balled out. Glad I got him in a couple of best ball spots. Go check your waivers for Zay Jones. He's he's a good player. Every every time he's thrown the ball, whether it's in uh Las Vegas or in Jacksonville, and he gets in his vicinity, he catches it. Catches it. Jacksonville's a fun team, man. It's a fun team to watch them play. T-Law's nice. T-Law's nice. J-Rob is nice. Kirk is nice. ETN is all right. That's how I rank them. J-Rob, T-Law, ETN. Nothing else from this game. Green Bay, Tampa Bay, I really don't want to talk about it because it was just boring as all outdoors. Just boring as hell. Nothing from the running game. Romeo Dubs looked good. Good job, Romeo Dubs. Alan Lazard looked fine. Tanyan had six. A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones stunk. Aaron Jones fumbled, too. 
Goal line, Vita Vea dropping back in coverage. Gage out there commanding it. Look at Russell Gage. I think I dropped him in a spot too like an idiot. Look at Gage. 12 for 87. 13 targets. Comeback mode. Made it happen. This offense is brutal. They need Mike Evans and Chris Godwin back. Brashad Perryman fumbled the ball over the middle. I, I don't know what else we need to talk about from this one. Aaron Rodgers... You know, these teams where you went late quarterback and you thought you had a steal with Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, right now it ain't looking too good. And some people may say it's early, but you start your fantasy league off 0-3, 1-2, it's a, it's a hard mountain to climb. So if you're 0-3, you're pretty much done for. If you're 0-3, you're pretty much done for, straight up. Pretty much done for. Um, no Rashad White, Cole Beasley, Wolf, if you pick him up, drop him, he's a roster clogger. Perryman, I may hold a little bit because at least he runs downfield routes, but Cole Beasley's a clogger. Cut him. Cut him. Put the landmine out there for somebody else to pick him up. Cut his ass. Yeah, I think that's about it. I'm, I'm, I'm mildly interested in Dobbs, though, man. I kind of looked like Rodgers was looking at him. You can watch Rodgers, man. He was snapping the ball and he knew right where he wanted to go, and it was to Romeo Dobbs, so... I'm I'm a little interested in that. He might be a sneaky buy low in Dynasty just to see how he develops. Like, you ain't got to pay a lot for him. I'd probably try to go get him. You probably can't do it after this game. Wait a week till he has a down week, maybe. I wouldn't do it today because people are all crazy. So I, I would not do it today. But I would, I think he's a sneaky little buy. Sneaky buy. Detroit and Minnesota. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Kirk Cousins. Um, pretty bad for majority of the day but finishes with 216 and 2, so fantasy-wise, he looks straight. Dalvin Cook looked phenomenal until he does what he always does, which is get hurt, come back, and left. And so Dalvin Cook does, right? But he got you 96 and 1. Madison almost also punched one in, and apparently this is a sh shoulder injury that's going to continue to happen, whatever that means. Um, yeah, make sure you have Madison. Make sure you have Madison, and if, if Cook misses any time... They're going to activate Todd Chandler, and I think he's going to get work. So excited to see what happens with that minute. Well, not excited. We want Dalvin Cook to play, but if he's out, go get you some Todd Chandler. Uh, Justin Jefferson, man. Oh, goodness. Sad trombone. Sad trombone for Justin Jefferson, man. Just not, not a good day for Jets. Six targets, three for 14. They just said we're not letting him beat us, and he did not. Adam Thielen, Blash from the past, don't have a lot of interest in him in lineup leagues, but best ball, this is why you draft wide receivers like him and K.J. Osborne. Amon Ross St. Brown, another nine targets, six for 73, didn't score, but six for 73, so good for Amon Ra. He got banged up a little bit, came back in, apparently he's fine. Swift was the biggest miss of the week, man. I, I really, I can't even hear it, but he was the biggest whiff of the week. We had him projected. He's a top running back. He was the top running back for most people across the board. And Jamal Williams, 20 carries, 87 yards. And as always, stealing the touchdown work. Jamal Williams, just a pro at that. No, do not go pick up Josh Reynolds. Don't do it. Um, TJ Hawkinson saved his day again because he's about to be Cole Komet, but he got a touchdown. Just not a good day for, for this offense, man. Swift was Swift was a brick this week. He was definitely a brick. He'll be a brick tomorrow. Not good this week for DeAndre Swift. And uh, Jamal Williams is going to be a thorn in our side all season. 
all season long, he's going to be a thorn in our side. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. Just buckle up for this ride with uh, with DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. Just being Swift to run it down to the one and to pull him out and put Jamal Williams in. Just frustrating as hell, but we know it's going to happen. We, we already see it happening. Arizona and L.A., that game is final. Went final while we were on here. Another high-scoring shootout game. No passing touchdowns. Zero. Stafford, none. Kyler, none. Kyler threw about 58 times, man. 58 attempts in this game. 314 yards. He's just chunking it up, running around for his life. No running game whatsoever for the Arizona Cardinals. Connor looks toast. Eno looks good, but he doesn't get anywhere. Like, he looks good for a two-yard run. Hollywood Brown balled out on his 17 targets. 17 targets. 14 for 140. Greg Dortch, again, continues to be a flex-worthy player. 9 for 80 and taking Rondell Moore's role. Zach Ertz, solid again at tight end. 6 for 45. You're happy at tight end in this landscape. Connor dropping passes. Isabella's terrible. Um, I, I guess AJ Green got hurt. I guess go check for Greg Dorch on waivers. If he's out there, I would do it even in a redraft league for a flex play. Like I know it sounds gross, but give me Greg Dorch over Darnell Mooney. Give me Dorch over some of these other than over at this point. Would you rather start Greg Dorch or Allen Robinson? Greg Dorch or a Rob? I mean, I, I would, I, I kind of want to say a Rob because of the offense, but he did himself no favors today. He was bad. Daryl Henderson, bad. Cooper Cup, I mean, four for 44 for Cup. Literally, what saved him was that touchdown run. It's just an awful, awful day for these high-end stars. Jefferson, Brick, Cooper Cup. <sighs> Does Cooper Cup deserve a Brick for four for 44? Scored one rushing touchdown. Is he a Brick? I think he's kind of a Brick. Cup is a Brick. Jefferson is a Brick, too. Oh, just bad. I really don't. I don't know what else to say. Just bad. Just bad. Bad football today. A lot of bad football. All right, let's talk about it. Last one. Last one. We say the best for last. We saved the best for last. Game wasn't competitive. Oh, Cam Akers. My bad. Uh, Akers look good. When they turned it over to him and they gave it to him, he looks good, man. Maybe he's out of the doghouse or whatever was going on, but he looked good. Akers look good. Ah, had a touchdown in there, and it was a good run, too. Running over defenders, keeping his balance. How is Rondell going to get back into this offense? He's not. I don't think he is. And I love me Rondell Moore. Why, why would you take Greg Dortch off the field? Why? He's producing, man. That dude, that dude got rocked on the sideline um, on that deep pass from Kyler Murray, and he got back up. I don't know how... I don't, the, the only hope for Rondell is there are just so many injured players for the Cardinals that they have no op, no other options, right? And you just got to throw them out there. David, we already talked about DJ Moore. You're not getting it. With Baker Mayfield at quarterback, we're not getting it. We're not getting it anymore. From the, Like, that offense is done, man. I don't want anybody in that offense outside of Christian McCaffrey. Nobody. Nobody. It's pathetic, man. It's just frustrating watching. These are supposed to be the best and brightest minds in the world at the game of football. And you just sit back and think, what the hell? Are, why would you not utilize? Why are you giving Chris McCaffrey 25 carries? And half the time they were slamming him up the A-gap. Just slamming him up the middle. I can't call it, man. 
Yeah, Akers did fumble. Akers did fumble at the goal line. He he did fumble at the goal line. I don't know what's going to happen. Philly beat down the Commanders, and let's just start with the Washington Commanders, right? Carson Wentz turned into a pumpkin. We knew it was going to happen. Like we knew it. We knew it was going to happen. Uh, nine sacks. I remember in the first quarter when they showed the graphic and it was like he was hit four times and sacked three in the first quarter. And I was like, yep, it's going to be a long day. Long day for Washington. And nobody was good outside of Terry McLaurin who got a bunch of garbage time receptions. And Curtis Samuel, you know, seven for 48. At least he's involved in the offense, led the team in targets again. The running backs, Gibson looked awful. Saved his day with a prayer touchdown at the end. It's two weeks where he's been terrible, but he scored a touchdown to save the day. And there was a stat out there with J.D. McKissick back. He's not getting any work in the receiving game. Look at this. One reception, one target for Gibson. One target to nine for J.D. McKissick. I think their route percentage was kind of similar, but the targets, like it's, it's all going to J.D. McKissick. When he's on the field, they're throwing to him. Brian Robinson is running around. I don't know when he's going to come back if he does, but clearly Washington does not want to to use Antonio Gibson the way that it, the reason why he was used that way in game one was something was up with J.D. McKissick. Bad. Bad, bad, bad. I mean, what do you do with Gibson, man? I. What do you do? What do you do? Man, and Wentz. Wentz was just bad. He was awful. He was awful. Unlike the guy that they sent them away to keep, Jalen Hurts, he is, he was going to be the baller of the week at quarterback, but Lamar got him again. I'm just, spoiler alert, Lamar got it this week. But what more can you say about Jalen Hurts, man? Just round of applause for how he moves the ball. How Just, he's just good, man. Right now in Dynasty, if you had to rank him, let's go Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Lamar, Mahomes, Hurts, top five, top five, quarterback, fantasy, dynasty, doesn't matter. Top five, right? I'd, I'd argue right now, I'd, I'd, I would argue that you're much safer with Mahomes. Like, he is the guy. There's no controversy. There's no contract situation. But if I just asked you right now, Hurts or Patrick Mahomes, who would you rather have for fantasy? Uh, who would you rather have? I think I think I would rather have Kyler over Hurts. Absolutely not. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Hurts over Kyler by a nice by a nice gap. Burrow over Hurts. Nope. 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 I think it's Allen. It's Herbert. It's Lamar. And there's a tie for four with Mahomes and Hurts. And the thing that's giving Mahomes the edge is he's done it longer, and his situation is secure. But other than that, you tell me Jalen Hurts gets – I'm just throwing numbers out there. I don't know con- – I'm not a contract guy, but he gets $200 million for five years or whatever it's going to be. He gets $40 million a year. Um, I-, I would say, yeah, he's right there. Stop the disrespect on Hurts. Hell, yeah. People need to. I, I think he's there. Lamar, 
Lamar is easily the dynasty QB too. I'm fine with it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm the biggest Lamar fan out there. I'm fine with it, man. All I know is Jalen Hurts' ability to not only deliver on the ground, right? Because 20 carries, I mean, 20 yards isn't a lot, but nine carries is a lot. The fact that he's carrying the ball every week, eight to 10, eight to 11 times a week, and you can bank on those yards, that's important, right? The fact that he can support multiple wide receivers in an offense, right, is critical because people said he couldn't do it. People said he couldn't do it. And... Devontae Smith, after week one, where he had four targets, zero receptions, he sucks, he's not good, everything, A.J. Brown's going to have a million catches this year. Devontae Smith, eight for 169 and one on 12 targets, man. You And, and this is what we talked about over in our community, man. This move to get A.J. Brown was not only good for Jalen, it was good for the entire offense. It opens up everybody. They, they're putting the best corner on A.J. Brown, and you're putting your cornerback two or three on Devontae Smith, that's barbecue chicken all day. All day. The over-the-shoulder grab, the moss in the end zone, how he's good. He's good. Whatever bullshit you listen to out there about he's too skinny to play, yada, 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 remove that from your mentals, man. Like, remove that from your mentals. The dude is good. Devontae Smith didn't win the Heisman for no reason. Like, he was pretty good. In college, and he almost had a thousand yards on a bad offense as a rookie. He's pretty good. He's a pretty good receiver. I, I bet you I got a lot more confidence in rolling out Devontae Smith than DJ Moore, than Terry McLaurin, than damn CD Lamb right now. I got more confidence in what I'm getting from Smitty week in and week out with this offense than I am a lot of players whose name value is higher than Devontae Smith. Right? Stop the foolishness, man. A.J. Brown still did his thing. Five for 85 and one. You're happy. Ten targets. Jalen Hurts making it happen. Dallas Goddard, you're happy with tight end, which is a is a dumpster fill. Dallas Goddard had three for 26 and one before he got hurt on four targets. This is a great offense, man. Philly's the best team in the NFC right now. They may, you may, I still think Buffalo's the best team, man. I, I know they lost today. They were down a lot of players. I still think they're the most complete team. But Philadelphia is, is, is great, and it's led by Jalen Hurts, who should be, after this week, up there with Josh Allen as the front runners for league MVP. Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, in some order, for early as three weeks in, NFL MVP. But in Dynasty, you have Jalen Hurts, you have a Lamar Jackson in fantasy, period. Dynasty or redraft. You have Lamar, you have Hurts, you have Allen, you probably are winning your weeks. Those are difference-making players, man. And Jalen Hurts' maturation from his rookie season in 2020 where he started those final four games to what he's become and evolved to now. And credit to Nick Sirianni and the Philadelphia Eagles organization for believing in this young man and not being foolish like all the fantasy community wanted them to pick uh, Sam Howell in the first round with one of their multiple first-round picks or some silly shit like that. They went out. And they, they traded for a proven one in A.J. Brown, right? To pair with a thousand yard, damn near thousand yard rookie wide receiver in Devontae Smith. And they built around Jalen Hurts in a skill set. And it's fun to watch. I'm a Cowboys fan, and it's fun to watch his maturation. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. He's taking care of the ball. He's hitting the open man. He's taking shots downfield, and he's running the ball. Superstar, man. 
He's a bam tier player by any means necessary type player. You have Jalen Hurts, you're probably going to win. You have Josh Allen, you're probably going to win. These are difference makers, man. Jalen Hurts balled the hell out. Devontae Smith, man, I would go try to get him. I still think that that, that the narrative out there, he's too skinny and all that other shit is still floating around in the ethos somewhere. People still put that in the atmosphere. I'd go get him. I would try to go get him. I traded him this morning. I feel so bad. I traded him for Christian. It was a Smitty and a first for Smitty and a first. Smitty, James Cook in a 14-team league. Smitty, James Cook in a first for uh, Christian McCaffrey. My team is pretty loaded in there, and I needed a running back. I had no running backs, and I traded him this morning, and fucking Smith goes out there and goes ballistic. So um, no takeaways there. Quez Watkins, I know people want to. Like, push that narrative. Do not buy that. Be mindful of the content you consume. Stop it. Stop it with Quez Watkins. In best ball, fine. The week that he catches a bomb, fine. They're not about to pepper Quez Watkins with targets. Whoever's out there saying that, tell them come holler at me so we can have a conversation about football because you're living in fucking la-la land and you're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs rolling out Quez Watkins in your starting lineup. Stop it. Stop. Jahan Dotson had eight targets, too. I know he didn't convert them, but he had eight targets. Um, tonight, we got the uh, the Jimmy Garoppolo-led 49ers versus the Denver Broncos. I don't know what to think about this one. I have no clue. I feel like this game is going to be ugly. Um, I feel like it's just going to be an ugly game. I don't really know what to say. Don't really know what to say, but overall, this was a... Uh, Talk, Ray, talk about Hollins and Dobbs. I did, Chad. Chad, I already talked about him. I bigged up both of those guys, baby. I told people to go grab Mac Hollins if you're uh, if you're uh, in best ball in, in, in particular because I know he's on waivers. And, and I think Romeo Dobbs, not this week because he kind of went off today. So people are like, oh, man, I've got to sell high. But wait till he has a down week. I would go buy. I'd go buy. I'd go buy some Dobbs, Chad. I like both of them, man. I like both of them. Yeah, Chad's a little late to the party, but we it's all right. It's Sunday, man. I'm feeling good. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna be mad at him for 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 asking that question. All right, real quick, we got a couple of minutes. I'll finish this out for an hour. If y'all got some questions, holler at me. Do you think they'll still grab insurance quarterback in 2023 if they fail in the playoffs? Uh, I don't know what they'll do, but I know they're gonna give him a contract, so I don't care. Like, yeah, you need a backup quarterback in the NFL. Every team needs one. I wish Dallas had a better backup. Has I'm glad Dallas has a competent backup. And I think every team should have two quarterbacks on their roster. A, to push the starter so the starter never gets comfortable, but just enough, just enough so he can feel it, but not enough to be threatened. Because when injuries do happen, you need to have somebody back there that can take the reins and your ship is not just going to sink. So they need to find somebody, right? Because I don't know who the backup is. Is it Minshew? But I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna get anybody to threaten Hurts. If Philly doesn't pay Hurts, he'll go get a bag somewhere else. Philly's gonna pay him. He's gonna get the contract. He's a top five dynasty quarterback. Pete Carroll last season. We all hope so, James. We all hope so. We all hope so. Um, Drake London, best offensive rookie so far. No, I wouldn't say that. Um, I think Olave's been awesome. Garrett Wilson's been awesome. Brees Hall and limited action has been fantastic. I think those are your top four rookies, um, in my opinion. If I had to rank them objectively, I'd probably rank them Wilson, London, Brees. Wilson, well, Wilson, London, Olave, Brees. 
I think they're right there, man. All the, those three rookie wide receivers have been incredible, and Brees Hall and Limited Duty has been really good as well. I think they've all been good, man. I think they've all been good. Empty the bank for Herbert. Let's see what the uh, let's see what the injury is. The actual timeline injury for um, David Montgomery. Here's the thing, you got you guys have eyes just like me. You're watching that. And I know you're thinking the same thing as me. Damn. Herbert's got a lot more juice than Monty. We're all thinking the same thing, right? I know I was thinking it. So I, I think I think Khalil Herbert, if he gets to... He was, think about how good he was in his two starts last year. He was really good. If he gets to start a couple of games, he's not going away. This is going to be a true committee. And yeah, Robert, keep, keep shit a buck. He looks, he looked better. I retired from NFL prospects. Nah, man. It's the ebbs and flows, baby. Good betters, 50% hit rate, man. Shit happens, man. Uh, Josh Allen, I took over two and a half touchdowns for Allen. He had two in the first quarter and then doesn't score again. Gets stuffed at the goal line. What can you do? Miami runs 39 plays. Two and Waddle do nothing. What can you do? You know? That's what happens when you bet. Just got to have that uh, bankroll management is just so critical because wild stuff like that happens every week. Drop Burks and PPR for Khalil Herbert or Smitty? Absolutely. Absolutely. Depending on your roster side, give me the running back. Give me the running back. Yeah, Burks can go. Uh, I, th that whole situation is weird, man. It's like, it's like uh, Vrabel didn't really want A.J. Brown gone and then they just had to pick Traylon. He just... Whole situation is odd, man. But if you can get, I'd rather Khalil Herbert and Devontae Smith over Traylon Burks. Not a doubt in my mind. I'd rather both of those players. Daddy, yes? Yeah, I'm on something. Tell your mom she knows that. I don't y'all don't gotta come in here for that. Kids, man. My wife knows I'm in here doing something, man. She knows I'm in here doing something. Olave is just getting started. He looked good. Drop Burks, yeah, we did that. Um, I have Olave stash. Should have started him over Bateman. Hindsight is twenty twenty, man. I mean, I thought Bateman would cook his cook today too. I mean, you tell me, you tell me at the end of the day, Lamar has four touchdown passes and Bateman does nothing. I wouldn't believe you. Should Waddle be in the same tier? Here we go. Good question. Should Waddle be in the same tier as Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase if he keeps up this production? I asked this question in my Discord, man. I said, is he in the Bam tier? Bam tier, by any means necessary. Those are difference-making players that you just want them. And I don't care the cost. You just go get them. I don't think he's there yet, but I think he's getting close, Robert. I think he's getting close, bro. He keeps playing like, okay, keep Trey Cut says he is. I don't have him there yet personally, but I think he's right there. I think he's knocking on the door for that Bam tier. By any means necessary, I don't care about picks. I don't care about, go get them. Go get those guys and, and, and enjoy them on your team. I'm not worried about value. Just go get him, no matter the cost. What do we do with DJ Moore? You bench him. You bench him for the rest of the season. <laughs> for real. I'm not starting him. I told one of my patrons this week, he sold DJ Moore. I told him to sell DJ Moore and Dak Prescott and go get Trevor Lawrence. And um, so DJ Moore and T-Law for, uh, for Smitty and T-Law. Smitty and T-Law for Dak and DJ Moore. That was the deal. Um, shout out Gabe. We talked through that. We were working out a deal, and I said, what you need to go do is do this. So DJ Moore, Dak Prescott, got Trevor Lawrence and Smitty. I want no part of DJ Moore right now with that Carolina offense. No part of it. No part. 
Rocking the USC shirt. What's the shot they make the college football playoff spot? I think they're going to win the Pac-12. USC always struggles against Oregon State. Go back to the Jacquez Rogers days. There's always a game or two where they just look awful. But when they needed to get it done, Caleb Williams, Jordan Addison, the best wide receiver in the class, they made it happen. So uh, they're going to make the college football playoff and get stomped. College football playoff will be Georgia, probably. Probably Georgia. But let's Georgia or Alabama, Clemson, USC, and then um, Ohio State. So it's going to be Alabama. Clemson, USC, Ohio State. Those are your four playoff teams in college football. If he can produce with Tyreek, then he definitely can. I, I agree, man. I just, right there. I can't throw him in the same tier as Chase and Jefferson and Diggs yet. But he's right there. And if you say he is, I'm not going to argue you at all. Is DJ you making a comeback? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I'm so impressed. I talked about it on the college football recap show. Go look at that. It's posted. Go watch it. If y'all want to hear about all the college football stuff, there's a recap show posted this morning. Um, DJU was doing exactly what he needed to do. After all the hype as the QB1 in 2023 going into last season and the failure, he's improved leaps and bounds. And somebody six foot four, 240 pounds, they can run. He's got a cannon of an arm, all the physical tools in the world. I'm betting on him. I love the resilience. I love the fight. He is 100% making a comeback and turning himself into probably an early day two pick. An early day two pick. Don't get me started on Eckler, man. First round fucking redraft pick. And dude is, I mean, if it's, if it's not, if it was not for the receptions, he would be a weekly brick because he can't, they can't run the ball. They lost Rashawn Slater. I don't know how long he's out for. Just awful. Lenny, awful. Tampa Bay, awful. Just awful. And here's the thing, like I get it, right? Oh, it's early. Don't panic. If you start out 0-3, you're not making the fantasy playoffs. You're done. Just start building for the future. 0-3, 0-4, you're done. Your chances are very slim of coming back in time to make a push to go to the playoffs. Like it is not, it is not early to panic. I am, if my team is 0-3, I'm thinking about like, all right, well, what do I, what's the next move, right? Kamara RIP. What's his contract? Can they just dump him and let him go somewhere else? 27 running back age drop-off is real. Kamara looks washed. These dudes just look bad, man. CEH look bad. Eckler, top five, always felt weird, but I know. I don't, I don't know what to say. I did it, too. All right, a couple more questions before we get out of here. I have Gabe Davis, DJ Moore, and Elijah Moore. Do I try to combine two of them to get one better? Yeah, I would. I'd send my Gabe Davis and Elijah Moore to get somebody better or Gabe Davis and DJ Moore. If I had to keep one of the three, it would be Elijah just because I want to see what happens when Zach Wilson gets back. But Gabe can go. Cook dislocated his shoulder. Yeah, he does that every, he does that every week, it feels like. He'll be playing next week and running around fast. Never drafting another Saint. Ah, oh, come on, James. Come on, James. All right, y'all. Well, Sunday Night Football game is about to start. Just wanted to do a quick instant reaction show with y'all. Nobody else from DD showed up, so it was all me. It's all right. GQ got the shoulders broad enough to handle the show alone. Uh, make sure y'all wake up with me in the morning. We will go through our ballers and bricks. I already gave y'all a little preview of who those players are going to be. We'll talk about some early waiver wire additions, which I already gave you, son. Empty the clip. Empty the clip for Khalil Herbert. Like, just, just dump it. Just absolutely dump it. 
Go get you some of those bam tier players by any means necessary. Mark Andrews, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen. Bam. By any means necessary. Y'all enjoy Sunday Night Football. Hit the like button. Yeah, thank you. Hit the like button, and I'll see y'all bright and early in the morning. I'm out. <laughs>